what what else are you seeing in this tax plan that you know people should be concerned about or maybe start planning for? Yeah, there there's a other a few other couple of big ones, especially on the real estate side. And what you just said it reminds me. I I'll probably butcher the quote a little bit, but I saw something in effect um, recently where it basically said, you know, taking money from someone and giving it to someone else doesn't necessarily make it noble. Um, <laughs> and you know, I feel like that's what is portrayed a lot right now. Um, so, um, so two other big ones on the, especially for real estate side of things are the elimination of qualified corporate dividends won't be as rele relevant, but capital gains, you know, if you're making over a million bucks. Um, and, you know, don't get me wrong. That sounds like, well, it's like, oh, someone made over a million bucks. I mean, in real estate, that can be, if, especially if you've held on to a property a long time, I mean, that can be one property, right? Um, you know, or maybe you sold two in the year. Um, that, that, that to me, that's just, I think that has the potential to have like a massive, massive impact is, you know, that particular thing and then factor in the 1031. Um, so, I mean, if you're getting rid of capital gains on over a million, you know, someone that made that amount of money would be 20% right now. And there's some additional taxes paid on that if you're at that revenue level. But, um, you know, you're essentially, if the top tax rate is almost 40%, you're doubling that income, right? And we've had some of these rules. I don't know when capital gains were put into place, but I'll try to tie this into 1031s as well, because they're also talking about taking that away for, I believe, over 400K. And, um, you know, the 1031 rules have been in place since, I think, 1921, if I remember right. And, you know, to me, at least, one of the reasons I think those are in place is to stimulate economic activity, right? Like you want someone, okay, we sold this. And then you, instead of keeping that money and hoarding it, or maybe invest in market or doing whatever, you know, you're going back out and you're spending it, right? Um, you know, if you made a million bucks off one property, just say one house in particular, maybe you go, you went by two or four or eight more or whatever the number is. Um, so, I mean, that has just a huge impact and the, the spots you're going to see that most are selling businesses and on real estate, um, the long-term capital gain. And I mean, we had a, and you know, I'm not unique in this. We had a property, we had, um, you know, just had a very sizable exit on it. And then we had another property we sold in one year. Um, so we were basically literally right at a million in long-term capital gain. The one particular property we had 830. Um, I think, or 850, something like that was the gain on it. And we were able to 1031 that and, you know, go gobble a bunch of other properties up. Um, now we did have something we had to pay tax on, but essentially that should have been $0 because we 1031 that. So if in next year, you know, if all that this gets passed, what used to be potentially $0 in tax is now going to be 400K off that million dollars of income. So, I mean, that's just, and what I think is going to happen is, you know, put on your real estate investor hat or business owner hat. Are you going to sell the property? And I think you're going to have lots of people that hold on to their businesses or properties. And, you know, there, there's, you know, in their defense, there's no real way to do this. But what I think personally should happen that makes sense logically would be if you had some sort of like inflation index. You know, if you own a property 30 years how much of that growth is due to inflation? Probably a, a very large amount, but I mean, that's not going to be thrown in there anyway. So I think you're going to have people, 
you know, sitting on businesses, sitting on properties, and regardless, you know, or irregardless of what side of the political fence you're on, you know, the Biden administration won by several million votes. But if you sit back and look at where we are politically, and you're someone who's considering selling, I believe the vote count was if there was a 65,000 vote swing in about four states, we'd still have the same tax laws and we wouldn't be having in this conversation. Um, and, you know, the Senate's going to be split. Probably, you know, the VP is going to side with the um, Democrats on that. So these tax items are going to most likely get passed. But I don't think it can be anything like too radically left, you know, where you have like an AOC proposing a 70% tax hike. So, you know, kind of on this stuff from a real estate investor, business owner, whatever, I think a lot of it is, you know, just kind of sit on the sidelines and wait and see what happens. And I think you're going to see a lot of properties or businesses, like I said, where people, you know, you're going to sit on the sidelines and see what happens over the next four years or eight years or whatever it ends up being. Um, just because, I mean, that's a huge, huge potential swing on that kind of stuff. I mean, what I see and is how that would affect velocity of money, right? Because now, yep. I mean, you and then this is probably a concept that many people don't understand is you have the Federal Reserve that's just printing. I mean, it, what is it? We're up to like, what, $5 trillion since last year printed in the economy? Right. And they need velocity of money, which is people spending, moving, you know, moving the money around so they can keep the economy moving. But right. if you're taxing people to you're taxing them to invest, you're taxing them to make money. And then you add inflation to all this. Like when you talk about the four hundred thousand dollar income, right, that they're going to get taxed. I mean, you go to the areas that are expensive areas to live in. With inflation, I mean, there's going to be a lot more people that are going to be hitting that $400,000 income, but yep. not necessarily being rich, you right. know? And it's like, I think, I, I don't know. I mean, I think these uh, these plans, it, I, I, I look at it like it, it will hurt. And something with the 1031, I mean, that's, that's a huge advantage for real estate investors. I mean, that is the reason why so many people love real estate is to be right. able to apply that. So if that's the case, then... I mean, there's just no way around that. I mean, just don't sell the property till the next yeah, election. <laughs> there, there actually are some strategies in there. Um, some of them are a little complex, but um, you know, you have like your traditional installment sales where you can kind of spread it out. And then um, we also do some stuff. Um, we have a company right now that's probably selling more in the like the, you know, large level of money. You know, two, probably three hundred to five hundred million range. We'll see. Um, so now if they sell this year in 2021, you know, all good, right? Um, but there's some strategies in place where, you know, what happens if they didn't have a buyer, it just wasn't quite right, and it spills into next year when these changes take place. Um, well, that absolutely is not ideal for them. Um, there are some strategies we can implement where you can kind of kick the can down the road on paying taxes for 30 years, um, a little too complicated for this call on that but um there there are some stuff in place where you can combat that a little bit but um you know like i said i mean it, the the 1031 is a, a big one to me and that's just you know over 400 you're gonna lose that and you know at least where we are in austin i mean and, and kind of as you alluded to like i get sent i may i understand the numbers on paper right like 
you know, all those, okay, it, it does sound like a lot of money. It, and kind of to your, your point, you know, it, just because you have that one time, you know, to some people kind of more of a life changing sale, right? You're not necessarily rich by any means. And especially in this area, I swear the area I'm in in Austin has gone up 100K since two weeks ago, you know? <laughs> so, yep. uh, you know, making making those large amounts of some, at least in this area where we are as a city, you know, there's a ton of people. If you've had a property three, five, seven years, you know, you have 100, 200K equity in it, depending where it is. Um, it, it's really not that big of a number. So, and I think it's interesting you you alluded to the velocity of money. That's something I had the exact same conversation with someone where, you know, I don't want to get too sidetracked with the economy of where we are, but it's like me personally, I'm just like, it, it'll be interesting to see what the economy does, um, you know, when we kind of normalize, right? So. Yeah, I, I like that. It's when we go back to normal, when we go back to normal, it's like, yeah. I, I, I'm sorry to just kind of, I think we, we are in the normal now. So just start living your life because it just seems very weird what, you know, the normal this thing is. And I don't see it going back to normal. 